Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 65 of the Hardly Millennial Podcast, where we are young, dumb, and full of... Oh, baby, opinions. Mm, baby. <laughs> sweet, sweet opinions. Ladies and gentlemen, across from me today, I have your favorite Hardly Millennial, Vincent Nasal Huts. Am I the favorite? Your podcasts always do extremely well. Well, that's fucking awesome. People love the the. Funny enough, the podcast I that feel, we I feel flattered almost. Well, you should be feel flattered. You're very yeah, entertaining to you listen guys. to. All right. And uh, the, so, funny enough, the podcast that's done the best on our channel so far, uh, and not so much in regards to viewership, although it is up there. It's how fast mm-hmm. we got the viewership. So we had, I can't remember what the title was, but what I do remember is the word sex was in the title. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tag word. Yes. (laughs) So I remember we put it up like we always do. Yeah. And then Matthew was like, Adam, have you, have you checked where our YouTube views are at on tonight's podcast? And it was like a half hour after we put it up. I was like, no, why? And he goes, dude, we're at like 25 already. Oh, and then it just went up and up and up. And I was like, oh my gosh, all just because the word sex. The things that people type into that search bar would probably appall us all. The things you can find on YouTube are... I, I don't want to recommend something like this because I think it's an incredibly toxic waste of time. <laughs> but if you're ever bored and you just want to see what kind of weirdness the internet is starting to produce, just go on a YouTube tangent sometime. Really, you'd be surprised at the stuff that's on there. Um, type in just random words into the search bar. See what you pull up. You'd be surprised. There, There's things that make it into YouTube that you're like, how? Why? Oh yeah. Why? Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of just videos out there that people create that are like th- their purpose of existence is just to be weird and bizarre and, and make no sense. There's a video that I saw not too long ago, and I, I'm pretty sure it was on YouTube. I'm I'm fairly certain you can find it. This this kid had oh uh, close to uh, several dozen copies of Jurassic Park on VHS, okay, and was stomping on them till his like his feet bled. In interesting content. Or at least until they appeared to bleed. Right. You know, who's to say? It was very bizarre because there was an unforgivable amount of Jurassic Park VHS tapes involved. <laughs> you, that alone raises so many questions. Just the sheer amount of those. Well, there was, I remember this was made, me- I was watching some YouTube video about that I was just talking about different YouTube channels that have been out there and the kinds of channels that have been created in the past. And he, oh, I remember he was trying to make the point that the amount of videos you have on your YouTube channel doesn't equal like uh, being monetized, right? Yeah, or, yeah. you know, getting that kind of viewership because any one of the channels he made mention of was this gentleman who just posted videos of him drinking, like downing like a water bottle, like yeah. just just one. <laughs> and every video he had was that. I, I but, bet money if you type into that search bar how to blow your nose, you're gonna come up with at least thirteen hits. You know what I mean? There's gonna be at least thirteen videos that are relevant to what you're searching for. Oh, I would I would say well over thirteen. Uh, that that's just a very very conservative. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying for for reference sake. But there are some ones out there that are random like that that do kind of catch momentum. Uh, yeah. There was one 
this guy, you, I feel like you may have seen him, but he would always post videos and it's always the same downward angle going up shot of his face while he's like playing the guitar and all of his videos are like Evanescence, bring me to life cover or Nirvana smells like teen spirit cover, right? I've seen too many of those to where I, I can't think of a single one that's like matching. <laughs> okay so what you're talking about okay so well this gentleman if you click on them uh-huh. so let's say it's nirvana smells like a uh, teen spirit he would literally start playing smells like teen spirit okay and then he would sing hey like rockstar by smash mouth every oh, single one but oh, just ew. but to that song like to the music of that song. That's that's a little. But all of his videos are that. That's a little disturbing. <laughs> that, that perturbs me in a weird way. But they but they ended up becoming these like prank videos. Like people would set up and be like, okay. "Dude, check out this sick cover of you know Teen <sighs> Spirit." I'm so then... tired of of these prank videos. Um, one thing around the office where I work is, uh, or uh, well, it used to be, um, it's it's lost a lot of traction, but. Uh, on Friday, people would post uh, sneaky links into our chats um, oh, man. that led to Rebecca Black's Friday YouTube video. <laughs> um, it, it was almost unmistakable. Like like we had a saying for a while, which was, don't click on links on Friday. <laughs> 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 Just don't do it. You're going to get Rebecca Black. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, um, I, have a, I had a buddy. Um, he... Okay, now this is going to take uh, a little bit of a fork in the road as far as what we're talking about, because this is still on the subject of YouTube. However, I want to do a callback to a previous episode I believe you and Matt did about uh, taboos. Oh gosh, that was a while ago. Yeah, yes. that was that was an early one. That was which an early is one. funny that which is funny because we actually did a couple of them about taboos, but both of them were like back when we were in the teens. Oh okay, I think of the podcast. Okay. But anyways, go on. But so anyway, um, along the lines of weird sexual taboos, there are there is a world of weird fetishes uh-huh. out there that exist. Um, stuff you wouldn't even think would be a thing, but they exist. Now I'm not sure if you're familiar with a certain act, and I. I, I there's there's a, a name for it in Japanese, but I can't remember for the life of me what it is. But essentially, it is the act of gaining sexual satisfaction from being hit in the abdomen or hitting someone in the abdomen. Isn't that something they used to do before, like, like meats, like fighting meats or whatnot? You would just hit each other in the stomach, basically, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but that what that's like that's a sexual fetish now. It's it's uh, under a category of BDSM, but essentially somebody is either strung up and getting their guts punched, or and getting off on that, or getting off on having somebody like their sexual partner strung up. And them doing the punching. There's some amount of sexual gratification. That, that Not one, just from the act, but from what I'm told, also the sounds that are made during the act. You know, that one doesn't weird me out as much as some of the other ones I've seen out there. Like You don't find that in the least bit strange, though? I mean, a little strange, but I've also seen fetishes where there's a fetish of women in high heels kicking men in the balls. That's, a, that's yeah, that's a little on the extreme side. You know, I, like, I say, okay, here's where I draw so the line. So compared to that, <laughs> compared to that, I'm like, oh, well, whatever. Admittedly, and those who know me really well... Um, know that I have some very interesting tastes. <laughs> um, there there are lines which I have for myself, and one of which, anything to do with genital mutilation, can really? just go ahead and not happen. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, it's, it's when it starts to get to that realm that I, I go ahead and I usually turn it off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unless, uh, there's been a couple of times where 
I've been captured by the just the morbid curiosity. I get the morbid curiosity so yes, bad. I do that, too. That train wreck syndrome where you just can't look away. You have yes. to you have to keep looking. And you kinda hate yourself you know a what little it, bit for, I, I for never, doing so. Oh, I never hate myself. Oh really? I pride I never myself felt in like... my I love that I have a morbid curiosity about me. Okay. Because okay. like so for example, there was I remember the Momo thing? Yeah. That was I remember around that. with YouTube. Yeah. So it was Matthew and I who were sitting on the couch in our house when uh, one of us read an article about it, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the other one looked up more about it. And I was the one that was like, I have to find this video. I have to find this Momo video. I need to watch it. And then I need to find every single Momo video that has existed out there. Yeah. Because, and it was just. And I, it was just this long rabbit hole I got into that night Jeez where I was please. just looking up. But I learned everything about Momo. I learned yeah. about the farce it was back in 2016. Oh, I learned about where the picture came from, the sculpture, like why it's a thing. There was a game associated with it. It was just, it went deep. There was like, a lot to yeah, do there, with Momo. There was like an obsession with it almost. Yeah, well, not an obsession with me, but just what those are the things that that make me love the morbid curiosity part is all of a sudden I learned all this stuff about this thing that was Momo and everybody, all anybody knew was like, Oh, it's this thing that makes you want to kill yourself or something. It's like, no, I went a lot deeper than that. Like where it came from. And hold on guys. I have have, a, we have a very excitable dog dog. scratching at the door right now. A very, very excitable dog. Can you keep them entertained for like five minutes? Oh, I can keep them entertained for five minutes. Okay. Well, this uh, dog gets taken care of. Adam is going to walk out of the room. So yeah, Five minutes we gotta fill. Um, yeah, doing good. How are you guys? Good, good. I'm glad everyone's doing good out there. And if you're not, I'm sorry. Really, really, truly. That that sucks. I wish. I, I hope things. I, I really do hope things get better. If they're if they're in fact taking a turn for the south. Um, positive attitudes, positive vibes, all that good stuff. If you need them, you got them. And it looks like Adam's back. So I'm back. I'm it wasn't back. five minutes, Adam. You <laughs> promised five minutes. With that dog, I never know how long it's going okay. to take. <laughs> well, Adam has a nice little surprise to listen to then when he gets to edit. <laughs> only we, only we know. I don't edit don't them, we, dude. YouTube land. Just, only we know. <laughs> I, just, I don't even edit them. I just listen back yeah. to them. <laughs> so thank yeah. you for that. Whatever it was. <laughs> Oh man! But anyways, yeah. So we're talking about Momo and like the morbid curiosity so thing. So the morbid curiosity thing, um, a number of years back, took me on a very, very um, interesting rabbit hole, I guess, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, I discovered live leaks, which, if anybody's familiar with live leaks, oh yes, you know what I'm about to talk about. And anybody who's not, if you got a weak stomach, don't, don't, don't look that up. Don't look up <laughs> live leaks. Stay away from live leaks. As a matter of fact, but. Um, one area in particular was uh, cartel executions. Yeah, I remember you telling me about a few of those. Man, there there is there is an ungodly plethora, of just just a mass compilation of videos of the cartel executing people that like in crazy ways. Like right. most of them are downright disturbing, um, but there's some that are like. And here's where the, the morbid curiosity kicks in because, you know, I'm, I'm only watching a video. I'm not seeing this happen in real life. Um, and that's that's where the disconnect sort of happens. So that's that's why, like, some of these videos, I kind of laugh almost because I'm like, oh, my God. Like, they are going over the top with this. 
Like, right. I, 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 I don't know. Should, you think it's safe for me to give some examples? Yeah, yeah go for it. Oh, man. Uh, okay. Just, you know, uh, listener discretion advice. Listen, yeah, this is probably going to be an NSFW tag. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay. Uh, I, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to recall videos. I tried really hard to forget. <laughs> um, okay. So the one I'm thinking of in particular, I think it was a more recent one. Uh, but there was a video involving what looked like uh, some sort of assassination that had happened. Uh, uh, some dudes, and I swear, one the, the guy who was filming, I, I swear these guys have like handy cams or something or, or the GoPros or something. Because these are coming in in like 1080p crystal quality, like ISIS quality videos now right. that they have out there in, in you know, the cartel lands. Um, but this, this guy, they I'm not sure if they had stopped him on the street or if he had gotten out of his car or what, but they were just blown blasting him three dudes with fully automatics just laying into this guy and he's he's on the ground he's done and this dude who's filming with the the fully automatic um rifle he's got is just unloading a magazine into this dude's head his head is nothing anymore it's just a floppy piece of bone and skin just flopping up and down on the concrete. I'm like, dude, stop. Like, Jesus Christ. What did he do? What did he do to deserve that? Like that that's overkill, man. Oh yeah. You you see you see some of the videos where people get their their heads chopped off. The lucky ones get a really sharp machete. The really unfortunate ones get a really dull machete, and somebody who's never cut someone's head off the machete before in their life. Mm-hmm. Like I feel bad for those ones where it's like thirty good wax. It's like, oh my gosh, come <laughs> on, like something's got to give at some point. There's, it's, I think where the morbid curiosity comes with those particular videos is, at least for people like me, maybe mm-hmm. uh, you as well, but. It's you don't see that kind of stuff or hear about that kind of stuff more so in real life. We know that war happens. Mm-hmm. We, we we know some stories of war. We know torture happens. Yeah. But that's all stuff that's part of a system in place already to, you know, quote unquote, better our lives or, or whatever it is. It's part of life, right? But we don't look at those the really dark parts of life of like, okay, that's that's what these people are doing. But here's what like the cartel does. Yeah. Here's what serial yeah. killers do. Here's what it looks like when somebody's really driven to the point of wanting to kill themselves. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of those videos on Live Leaks also. <laughs> um, I w- once saw a video on Live Leaks. I'm just going to reiterate listener discretion advice because this is where this podcast is going right yep, now. Yeah, we're going but, to some dark places tonight, ladies and gentlemen, so buckle up. There was this video, though, where I don't know if it was cartel related or what what it was, but it was like three guys had put somebody in a bag and just dragged <clears> them <throat> into like the middle of the forest yeah. or something. And just all of them had like bats. Three guys, or it was like three guys, one hammer or something like that. S- it yeah, was like sixteen like minutes of somebody three, had a bat though. But like yeah, three just... teenagers beating it what what looked like a vagrant to death in the middle of some woods. Yeah, and then they ran away giggling, cleaning their weapons off. And they yeah, were going, exactly. But this, this, but this thing was yeah. like in a, like a sack or something like that. No, no they they had them wrapped in a tarp. 
Maybe that's what it was. It was. It was like it's been years since I saw it. Um, but. but yeah, no, I the, the the sounds that dude made when they were hitting him will haunt me forever. Yes, that gurgling noise. Oh my word! Yes, that was just that was whack. I mean, everything about that video was. Uh, uh, for those who haven't seen the video we're talking about, it is 16 minutes of just absolute torture for some poor bastard. Yeah, they they are first they're wailing on him with what looked like an umbrella, mm-hmm. but then you realize that after the sound it's making that it's a wooden bat wrapped in a trash bag. Yeah, and that they're they're hitting him with baseball bats, um, head, shoulders, all over legs. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they wailed on his legs. I felt bad. Like that's yeah. eesh. Then you know you you think it's over with, and no, they pull out screwdrivers and they start wiggling it around in this dude's abdomen, just mm-hmm. getting in it. And you're just like, oh my god! It, Sixteen minutes of this. Yes. And uh, I don't know what what backwards Soviet country this happened in. God forbid if that happened well, here stateside. But. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, but the morbid curiosity comes is comes. You in, watch the whole thing. Well, you watch the whole thing, but you only see that shit on horror movies, or, you know, or just in movies in general. So all of a sudden, you're seeing footage, and Real you life, keep having to yeah. remind yourself, like. This isn't a movie. Yeah. This is fucking happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's just like, I don't know. It's just this weird thing <laughs> of like this, almost this surreal surrealism that you just keep watching to grasp your head around the fact that this shit yeah. actually happens. You're watching mortality, man. You're, mm-hmm. you're watching real, like, like that, that was why, um, did you ever hear of a movie? Um, it was, it was a couple of movies that got banned in the United States a number of years, a number of decades back called Faces of Death. Mm-mm. So what Faces of Death was, and I only ever saw the first one, but it was a compilation of, it was almost like a documentary on death. Like it wasn't just a, it wasn't just, it wasn't just like a picture show of horrible things happening. Like Uh it was a, it was a rudimentary documentary of, of death. They went from everything to uh, restaurants in like pan, uh, pan Asian countries, which they would bring out a live monkey and put it in this contraption in a table where only its head was exposed. Right. And the restaurant tours would take these mallets and they would bash the monkey's head in and they'd eat the brains. That was the meal. That was the delicacy. That was the reason they were there. Right. They covered uh, South American tribes that practiced cannibalism. Um, they went into like mortuaries to watch like um, autopsies happen. These movies were banned in the United States mm-hmm. because of the content. They, they thought it was too shocking, but it was real. Right. It was done very professionally. I'm not going to say tastefully because I feel like anything having to do with dead people at a camera isn't going to be all that tasteful at the end of the day. So, um, but but as far as they could do, it was informative, if nothing else. Um, the shock value isn't there. If you're somebody who, like us, we, we've gone on the live leak tangents. Right. If you watch Faces of Death, you're not going to be shocked by anything. Right. Uh, most of it's grainy 70s footage anyway. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's an interesting watch though it's 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 a very objective look or a very subject is subjective or objective which one am i thinking of Subject. comment down and below <laughs> uh, <laughs> and well, it, it, well it depends was the, was the, this is all very factual based uh, right? objective right yeah, objective a very yeah. objective way of looking at death yeah mm-hmm. interesting yeah it's funny we were just talking about death uh i was just talking about death yesterday with kyle yeah he was on the podcast well oh, we we're, we're we got all in, the subjects we, tonight aren't we? we got into like dimensions and what is god and <laughs> i don't like to worry too much about the metaphysical because i mean everybody has their beliefs as to what's going to happen post-mortem um my concerns are the more material uh-huh. uh when i die um like like what happens to my body essentially that's right. th- those are the things that keep me up at night um 
I mean, I don't know if you've ever thought about like like how how do you want your your body interred for eternity once your your soul has left your mortal coil, bury uh, I've, cremation. I've always I've always been like I like the thing of like. I don't know. Just bury me in the ground. Like I don't need to. I don't even need to be put in a coffin or anything. Just really? Bury me in the ground. Yeah. No casket. No nothing. No. It's it's, I've, it's something See, really that's bothered me. I think that's something with our generation because I'm noticing. I, I that's a question I like to ask people is you uh-huh. know if you, if you could uh, uh, pick any way to be buried, most people choose cremation. But uh, I'm noticing a lot of people who are on that same that same mindset. And I love to quote um, Diogenes, if you've ever heard of him. Um, uh, he was a philosopher, uh, a Greek philosopher. He used to uh, he used to troll Socrates all the time. Um, he, <laughs> look look up Diogenes sometimes. Um, he uh, he had a very interesting perspective of death. When when asked uh, what he wanted done with his body uh, after his death, Diogenes replied, "I want to be left uh, on the outside of the city walls uh, with a stick." And they said, well, what are you going to do with the stick? Uh-huh. And he says, to fend off the dogs, to the ones that want to come eat my body. They're like, but if you're dead, how will you be able to use a stick? And he said, if I'm dead, what care do I have what happens with my body? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pr- a pretty profound little yeah. proverb there. I, Diogenes. Yeah. Check him out, man. Um, I, I'll have to. That that really shooketh me. Uh, another another incident. I'll go off on a little Diogenes tangent here. Um, another incident that happened with Diogenes was there was a uh, a Greek city in which that now he he lived like a hobo. He straight up lived in a big wooden cask. He wore rags. Um, he, he was once kicked out of a marketplace for, uh, publicly masturbating. Like he was that kind of guy. He just, no, no fucks were given with with Diogenes. Um, so he lived in this barrel, uh, and just out, like outside the skirts of the city. He was basically a beggar, but he was like one of those ska punk troll beggars. You know what I mean? One that was like, Hey man, you got five bucks. And then you're like, no, dude, get out of here. And he drops the meaning of life on you. And you're like fucking here's 10 dude <laughs> but uh so the incident uh, that was happening was there was an attack on this the city that he was squatting in at the time and everyone's running around losing their fucking minds and diogenes begins pushing his barrel up and down the street and people stopped and looked at him you know stopped panicking for, panicking for a second and inquisitively looked at diogenes who was quickly rolling his barrel up and down the street and they said what are you doing he said i'm being just as helpful as everyone else right now <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh man, gotta love him. Gotta love him. But uh, as far as as far as the whole death thing's concerned, this is how I want to go, and I want. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I get to put this on the podcast because this is going to be more. Well, because well, I was at, well, before you go into that though. So why is what happens to your body after you die? Why is that something that's important to you? To me, the prospect of rotting in the ground ain't cool. Like I don't know. Like I know it's the natural order of things, and I'm somebody who I'm all about the natural order of things. I recognize uh-huh. that there is as such, but to me, I feel like if there's the probability to do something else with this husk, I'm gonna. I don't right. know why. So my thing is, I don't care how it happens. Uh, Elon Musk, looking at you here, um, if you got room, like you can duct tape me to the fuselage of like one of your Falcon X rockets. But I want I want my corpse to be shot into space. Yeah. I think that'd be rad. Yeah, I've you know it doesn't I've, have to even be a clean job. Like you don't have to put me in a casket either. Just like I said, duct tape and like you got a rocket duct tape. See, <laughs> I I look at see I've thought about that too. I'm somebody, and as you know, I'm somebody who's very fascinated and loves space. Mm-hmm. But 
the way that I look at having like my body shot out, shot out into space is I'm also aware of what a lot of average Joes out there are unaware of. And that's how much space debris exists around like orbiting the earth and how much just like tr basically space tread. God bless you. Oh, dude. Ooh, God bless you. My allergies are killing me this year. Oh, man. Ooh. It's funny they haven't hit me yet. I'm waiting for it, but they oh, haven't man. hit me yet. This is the worst they've been in a long time for me. Oh, oh. man. Are we going again? Yeah. Going? Okay. Oh, bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, you might hear a world record sneeze tonight. That'll just be the last half of the podcast is me sneezing and sounding like I'm crying. Like, <laughs> I'm so happy right now. <laughs> People are going to be like, I can't believe I just left. There it goes again. If anybody's keeping count, let us know. Let us know in the comments. In the comments how many times if Vince sneezes you, today. You keep an accurate count by the end of the video, you'll get a prize. Oh my god! I don't know what the prize will be, but you might get something. I don't know. Maybe a nice comment from me. This, uh... Oh. This podcast is getting interesting. I've it's already had I've already had attacks, to leave man. for thirty seconds, and oh. then we have Vince having a sneezing fit over here. It's fun. Oh, okay. Here's something. Here's something. <laughs> oh, bless you. Yep. <laughs> here's something I want to talk to you about. So I spoke with Thomas about this a okay. couple of podcasts ago, but you are somebody who literally has a tattoo from this particular franchise. Okay. So how does Vincent feel about the Star Wars Episode Nine trailer? I got another sneeze coming. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry about this, folks. You're okay. Uh, no, everybody, everybody, please. Thank you for blessing me. If you did. If not, why? Just, just, jeez. <laughs> okay. 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 So how did Vincent feel about the episode nine trailer? Yes. I've been saying it the whole freaking time. If you think Snoke's dead, you are wrong. Ugh. That was a lot of people's gripes. That was a, a lot of gripes I heard about the, uh, the last two movies. There's no setup on Snoke. Yeah, there's about to be. Um, we have different theories on, right. on what the, the, the final menace will be. Um, uh, if anybody follows Adam... Uh, uh, on his Facebook, uh, they I guess they've already found out that Adam believes that this is going to be a Jedi rehash. Yes, Return of the Jedi, just done in J.J. Abrams fashion, just like he did, just like he did. Uh, Force Awakens was basically a New Hope. I am a little more hopeful, however. Um, again, my my hope so far that I've placed in the most recent Star Wars movies have not been for naught. Mm -hmm. Like they've been, uh, I, I've been satisfied. Unpopular opinion time. Honestly, I think the, the Star Wars movies right now, given the way they're being done, are as good as they're going to get. Um, if you don't like that, well, I, I'm, I, I have bad news for you. I don't think the new Star Wars movies are, are made for you. Well, I, I mean, really don't. I um, enjoyed The Last Jedi. But if you're a stickler to a franchise and you're not willing for any flexibility... Um, you're you're gonna be very disgruntled by big changes that are made, and I think but that's what's thing, happening in the Star Wars universe well, right now. Well, I would, there are big big changes being made. But I, I I disagree with that though, because I would argue that you're just getting that this new trilogy out the you know this continuation of this six movie saga we already had yeah. is at least Force Awakens was was a rehash, 
And then what I appreciated about uh, Ryan Johnson's The Last Jedi is we finally got, I, we got, I can't say finally, because I guess we only had the one movie beforehand, but we've, we got this new story in the series of like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. A solid new different story, yeah. but that still acts as a good continuation. But it's a still a but continuation, then, yeah. It's, it's a good right. anchor point for but, the main arc. But yeah. the thing is, then they bring back J.J. Abrams as the director. He comes in here to do episode nine. And it's called The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And I'm going to reiterate what I post on Facebook because I'm sure a lot of people aren't on there. But he's The Rise of Skywalker. And Thomas and I discussed it. And we're like, well, technically Kylo Ren is a Skywalker. Leia is his, Leia is his mother. And so then you're going to get to this point to where, well, now you're bringing the Emperor back. So obviously the Emperor's behind it all. You think it's gonna be the emperor? I I'm I am hopeful that it's not because I feel like that'd be a really cheese ball move. And that's exactly what I think you get you would get with J.J. Abrams. You think so? Yeah. Think it's gonna be you, okay, okay. I really do. I I'm hopeful. Um, I'm not I'm not sure what kind of movie it's gonna be yet because I don't. I, I, these last three movies, like the very first one, you remember? I, I from the moment it was announced, I made a decision that I was going to avoid any and all media having to do with the movie whatsoever. I wasn't going to read a single interview. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to watch a single trailer. I went in, in blind. I went in blind and I did just that. And I, I was satisfied. Yes, there were a lot of New Hope callbacks. But again, like I said, um, it's it's as good as it's going to get right now. Um, I, I Do I think Lucas could have done better? No, I don't. Um, we, we saw that with the uh, 1, 2, and 3. Uh, a lot of people didn't like those movies, you know, um, uh, for specific reasons. But ultimately, I, I, I'm, I'm just hopeful. So who I'm do you think they're going to the be? Big, so you think Snoke is the big bad guy? Of I do the I, entire six movie, I don't, nine movie saga. Now, see, this is my thing. I don't think Snoke has ever been actually alive. If I were to, if I were to say it was anybody, if if the they were to actually do that and call back a character uh-huh. um, who. May not have necessarily been canon, but kind of was. It'd be Darth Plagueis. I right. think if it was anybody, they would call back Darth Plagueis. Uh, the person who trained Palpatine. The bigger and badder of the big bad. Somebody who could physically manifest themselves from death um, into an emanation of the Force. And that, that's why I think whoever the Snoke person is, they're, they're, they're just a Force emanation. They, they haven't been alive um, in the entire time these movies have been going, essentially. Yeah. Um, and I think we're about to see the same thing with Mark Hamill. Uh, Snoke is like the Sith equivalent of the Jedi figuring out how to come back from the other side. Mm. Just like Yoda and Obi-Wan did. And eventually Anakin somehow. What do you think Ray's connection is in all of this? I think Ray is... <sighs> I don't know. Um, honestly, maybe it's because I haven't put too much emotional investment into Ray, But it's kind of hard to. Um, if that makes any sense. She's, she's not my favorite character in the fucking series. Well, <laughs> what kills me is she's been constantly the main character and she just hasn't done much. You haven't seen a lot from Rey. Yeah. You know, you the Force Awakens, like she was able to grab Luke Sky, like Luke's uh, lightsaber. Okay, cool. Then had, you know, a half-assed, you know, pansy lightsaber fight just with Kylo Ren. Happened to show up at the one bar on the one planet in the one galaxy. That was home to a drawer that contained Luke Skywalker's fucking lightsaber. Well, and the, not this, this universe seems to just be handing her things, yeah. which is why I'm kind of like, 
Ah, no, because I know whatever's going to happen to you, you're going to come out of it. Well, and you then, know what I mean. You, you, right. There's no peril. Well, and th- well, that and that was the issue I had with uh, the Last Jedi. Also, was you got this cool story with them doing the standoff, the ship doing the standoff, and them sending the people to like the casino world and you know, all that kind of shit. Right. Yeah, that yeah. was happening. That was entertaining to me. And then when they would go back to what's happening with Ray. It's like okay, you're you're kind of sort of being trained in the way of a Jedi, and now and now you're able to have you know mind footsies with Kylo Ren, yeah. and that, but like then even when it ended, you still got a, a half-ass pansy little fight from Kylo Ren and Mark Hamill. You didn't even get it from <laughs> Ray at all. So now yeah. all of a sudden you have this new movie that comes out. J.J. Abrams has stated that this takes place years after the Last Jedi, mm, so. Okay. It's like okay, so who's Ray? What are we doing with Ray here? Yeah, you know, it's just like so. What is she just? Is she just a random? Is she a reincarnation of some like really crazy Jedi that once existed, or is she just somebody who just was randomly bestowed with midi chlorians that <laughs> surpass that? Of <laughs> one one prediction I'm gonna make now, and you heard it here, is that this this next one we're gonna get a lot of ray exposition i feel like we're gonna get a lot of exposition in general i feel like we're owed it at this point i I feel like this one's gonna run really long this one's gonna have a really long runtime. um there's there's gonna be a lot of exposition at first and then one huge ass culminating battle essentially speaking of long long run times not to go off in a tangent here Mm -hmm. but there's been one of my favorite directors out there is christopher nolan oh yeah anyone who knows you knows this and yeah (laughs) by the way like like i almost rolled my eyes just there but it'd be rude to not tell you guys adam and christopher nolan that's 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 dude that's like uh uh pissing a fart let me tell you what he's definitely he's definitely what him (laughs) him and darren aronofsky are definitely my my top two favorites yeah and uh but thing with chris so christopher nolan back to my original point Mm mm-hmm He's announced that he's in the the pre-production stage of making this new movie of his, right? Okay. Uh, we know that Robert Pattinson is the lead in it, and then there's a few other characters who are like like actors you'd recognize from places, but you don't know their names. Oh, okay. And Ro- so, but the way that they're describing how this movie is, like the movie's not even being like in production yet. And people are already saying, like, this is going to be, like, one of the best movies of all time. Uh. Well, so Robert Pattinson was talking about how when he read the script, and they've been so tight-lipped about this movie, Mm -hmm. that Robert Pattinson was, they didn't mail, like, him the script or anything. He had to come to a studio, sit in a locked room by himself with the script, and read it, and then leave it there when he left and it's supposed to have the the reason why the runtime made me think of this is because it's supposed to have the runtime of three movies oh my god yeah so if i'm so if you look at a typical movie being like an hour and a half long yeah so you're looking at like a four and a half hour runtime yeah. if, if like, that remains to be true like about one the of movie. the unedited lord of the rings movies yeah but, but they've <laughs> thrown but as far as like the plot of the movie is concerned they've they've thrown around uh you know, because of its runtime, it being more like an odyssey, and there, uh, like something about the time continuum, so it's gonna be more of a sci-fi flick. 
Mm. Like, yeah, it's got me really excited for it, but who knows? This might just be building the hype up a little too much. Yeah, that's that's when people come out and say, "Oh, greatest movie ever," I, I can't help but be skeptical. Right, it's like right off the bat, really? How many test audiences? Well, have you I there? I agree, but as somebody who's a big fan of Nolan and just what you've seen from his movies at the box office, you know, even ones that he's ripped it. Remember yeah. Inception. You know, whether you thought the movie was good or bad, you can't deny that it's it's one of those kind of landmark movies of the last 10 years. Oh, Everybody was talking about it. Everybody's done parodies on it. You know, and that was written and directed by the man. This is another one that's being written and directed by him. Okay, well, we'll see, I guess. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very <laughs> interested, but... I wish the I wish they did that with the Star Wars movies. I wish instead what, of had Christopher Nolan direct them. Not not <laughs> not Nolan specifically, but what I really appreciated about like the four, five, and six, yeah. right? Was so the fourth one was directed by George Lucas. Then mm-hmm. five and six were directed by two different people. Yeah. And when they I saw that J.J. Abrams was directing Force Awakens. I thought they were going to do that same route, but you're going to get a very renowned director for each one. Yeah. Not saying Ryan Johnson didn't do a good job with The Last Jedi, but I would have liked to be like, oh, we're going to have J.J. Abrams direct the, the Force Awakens, and then we're going to grab Spielberg to do could, The Last Jedi. Could you imagine, though, the pressure on a young and up-and-coming director who's like, hey, here's the Star Wars flick. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. Ah, the amount of pressure on that would be ungodly. And poor Ryan Johnson. Like, one thing that made me lose respect for Mark Hamill a little bit was, and Mark Hamill has said in this in interviews too, to where he really disagreed with the direction that they went for Luke Skywalker, right? And Ryan Johnson wrote, you know, was one of the writers for the movie. It was a lot of it was his decision. And he's he has stated in interviews that regardless of how he felt about the role, and he did make that verbally clear to Ryan Johnson, he still knew he had to play the part, you know, yeah. true to the character as much as he could. Mm-hmm. But what really made me lose respect for him is they did, you know, press tours, him, Ryan Johnson and Mark Hamill. And every press tour, like there were just there was this clip compilation of every time Mark Hamill just made some passive aggressive remark about how he hates what Ryan <laughs> Johnson's done to, with Luke Skywalker, and you just see Ryan Johnson just sitting there, just like, well, I knew this was gonna happen at some point this but time. At the same time, that was never really, you know. Mark Hamill's call as far as who the Luke Skywalker character was becoming. Well, and that's my point, you know, so to make these little passive aggressive remarks on this press tour. And just as you said, this is a young up and coming director (laughs) and he has to fucking deal with this bullshit. Mark Hamill. Yeah. Of all people, you know, but I don't know, man, I'm, I'm more anxious for they they did give Ryan Johnson his own star Wars trilogy. Yeah. that they're doing so like I, I look forward to that i look forward to a different story that takes place in the universe but just isn't the, <laughs> the skywalker saga that's that's what i'd like to see as well um and honestly um so, some of the newer stuff from the star wars universe has kind of infuriated me specifically i think we talked about this last time yeah or maybe maybe off uh, another time or another but um the 
a Han Solo movie, the uh, speeder yeah. bikes that they rode in the beginning. I think the last time you were on, we were talking about it. Yeah, those, those irritated me. Mm-hmm. The speeder bikes already exist in the Star Wars universe. Why are you making up new vehicles? You know what I mean? Right. So I'm curious to see what period of time this new trilogy comes. I Honestly, I, I would go and watch um, something set in the time period that uh, uh, like Knights of the Old Republic was well, set in. That would be badass. It's, uh, so Ooh. I haven't done a lot of research myself, but what Thomas was telling me when he was on is that I guess it's supposed to be, it's supposed to take place uh, during like when the Jedi was coming up. It's supposed to be like a, okay. how, why is the Jedi the Jedi? Okay. Like what, how did that start? You know, so like my guess is, you know, kind of back in medieval times of the Star Wars universe, whatever that means. But Yoda was a young one. <laughs> Yoda was a baby. He was a measly 140 years old. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, dude, I just I don't know. Star Wars, one of those things. I I'll go and see every movie, but I'm just never like, oh, Star Wars movie. Yeah. I I still maintain an iota of nostalgia for the for the franchise. Uh-huh. I I always will. Like you said, I've got something about him etched into my flesh. Which don't tell Disney. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get sued. I got it before the merger happened, so back off. Um. <laughs> But, it, it, yeah, it's just that. Uh, I, I, I have an iota of nostalgia, but the the amount of wonder in my heart to, yeah, rush out and go see the new Star Wars movie, just ain't there anymore, man. Yeah. I'll still, if I cross by the toy aisle, I'll take a peek at the new toys. Right. But I'm not like, oh, I gotta get this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. My, my, my uber fandom for the Star Wars universe has waned. And I don't know yes. if that's just me getting older or if it's because of the new movies. I've, I've lost some enthusiasm. Well, I think but... the franchise has just become really saturated with a lot of that shit now. We knew that was gonna else. happen, though. We knew as soon as Disney got the rights, they were gonna start bumping that machine for all it was worth. Well, reg- regard- <laughs> well regardless of the reason, it, it still happened. We yeah. all knew it was going... Yeah. It still became saturated. You know, It just became saturated because of Disney. It did. But... I, I don't know, dude. I, I, I've talked about this before. I just wish that Hollywood would just come up with some new shit. I'm kind of getting tired of just watching sequels of all these movies and stuff like that. i tell you what I'm not getting tired of, and I'm jumping back on that YouTube tangent. <laughs> <laughs> conspiracy theory videos. Oh, not man. just conspiracy theory videos specifically, but the weirder stuff, the stuff that's harder to get to. Yeah, you've you know shown I mean? me a few in the past. There's some weird ones out like, there. Wow, this is this yeah. is out there. Um, uh, specifically, uh, I I think this one's recently been debunked as being sort of a hoax. Are you talking about the cosmonauts, the dead astronaut, yeah, the one. dead astronaut. Yeah, if you're ever on YouTube, look up the dead astronaut. Um, I, I forget the uh, the actual name of the channel. I don't even know if it's still up. You might be able to find the videos by looking up like Dead Astronaut YouTube Conspiracy or something. Yeah. Something, something like that. Something just, along those lines. They were all just weird. Really weird videos. videos. Yeah. It's, the premise was <sighs> there was a series of videos that had been made by a former NASA <laughs> CERN employee or something along those lines um, that was released by this guy's attorney upon his death that had like damning evidence that nasa and cern were behind these really dark webbed conspiracies and um some of them were really off the wall other ones (sighs) kind of fit into a category of you know what the hell am i watching and then there was some that were just plain weird well they they had some that were just like well, this is what really made it weird. So they would have some of these videos. I remember one of them was like 
this cosmonaut that was on the moon and got footage of like a moon city or something like that. But it was, it was super blurry. It was super, you know, like whatever this was on the dead astronaut thing. And then there would be like a a small 20 second buffer video, like its own separate video, but it was just like this 20 second weird buffer video where it was like this girl in like this white room and she's like tied up and this guy wearing like a goat's mask oh, yeah, comes over in one. a robe and basically yeah. just drags her off screen. Yeah. And that's all it was for 20 yeah. seconds. And then the next video would be this other 10 minute like, dead astronaut conspiracy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Just, I yeah. mean, remember the one that was like a 10 minute video, like an acid trip with just like weird, like It was like weird sound effects and stuff like that. In the background. Yeah, yeah. They were said it was supposed to let like an alien into your body or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It was very, very strange. I mean, we did it. We tried it. We were like, all right, well, let's, see if, can, oh, yeah. let's see if we can channel oh, yeah. alien it was, consciousness. It was supposed to like happen while you're dreaming or some shit. Something remember? like that. Yeah. 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 So we, 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 we went down that rabbit hole. And we but... woke up the next morning. We were like, any dreams? We're like, nope. That nope. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, Halls. But yeah, but that that did, I remember, be was debunked. I remember it was like a comedian or something was on another okay, podcast yeah. kind of show. And I, he I thought was I had, about it. had read or heard something about it. So yeah. I was uh, I was kind of relieved to see that one wasn't real because I'm like if this is real shit come on this is this is insanity. <laughs> well, and there's been a lot of interesting videos out there like that on YouTube, and I actually enjoy some of those series. I, I feel like those kind of series are kind of you know their own little art form because there was one that was out back when the the Slenderman craze was oh, really yeah, big. You know yeah. that was when the story came out. There was a game of Slenderman. You know those was, two girls murdered or the, yeah stabbed yeah. the hell out of their friend for Slenderman. Which, right, man, they got hit. They they got charged as adults. Oh yeah, both yeah. of them. It's crazy. But there was a uh, something that happened before that was there were these videos, this YouTube channel that was called Marble Hornets. And the the YouTube channel started with these videos of just these like three to four high school friends. One of them was like a film nerd like I was growing up, yeah. you know, and getting with friends and wanting to make short films <laughs> and do that kind of stuff. But then you would see... All of a sudden, like in the background, in in the forest, you know, there's they look like they're somewhere up north, or there's a lot of like foresty and trees areas, and you'd see in the very far back, you'd see like this this man wearing a suit that had no discernible face, just standing back okay. there. And then all of a sudden, you it would be a video of the guy like, there, there's something in my house. I don't know what's going on. And he's kind of moving the camera around. All of a sudden, you'd round the corner and you'd see like a glimpse of it. And he'd scream and okay. he'd run back the other way. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of those videos to where you didn't know it was fake at first. Once you got like 20 videos in, you started to realize like, oh, this okay. is like a series. It was like a pattern. Too. Yeah, yeah. There, this is a series okay. somebody is making. But it, it became, it had a little cult following though. Because they were literally selling DVDs of the entire series because there was a beginning middle and end of what happened to this kid through the slender man journey of oh, his wow. okay and but those so when you were like bringing up when we were talking about dead astronaut i would argue that that's kind of one of those they're just these weird kind of series that pop up on youtube and they're supposed to be played off like it's real like it's serious but yeah. it's not 
but it tells a story if you keep going with it and if you keep watching it and it can cause you to think about things you know like dead astronaut definitely caused and stirred conversation between us about this kind of stuff it also definitely sparked me on a couple of those morbid curiosity trips about uh you know conspiracies uh, revolving around things like cern and nasa yeah um uh, again if you ever go down these rabbit holes take take what you read with a grain of salt because you never (laughs) you never know where a lot of these sources are coming from but Mm -hmm. um anything to do with the moon always freaks me out and it's always something that makes my ears perk up I think the moon is well, shady, I, I, man. Are you talking about like the finding, like lost, supposedly finding lost cities or whatnot on the moon? Maybe not like, even a lost city, but like, what what if the moon is not what it you know advertises as being, which is a big rock in space? What if it's a big ob- like observation thing, a vessel of some type? What 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 if it's like the alien regulators of this planet? You know <laughs> what I mean? Well, that would orbiting, always watching. There, there's a couple of documentaries you can find on Netflix about weird stuff they found on the moon. Stuff that, like, geologists and engineers have been like, that's not natural, that's man-made. Well... Which is speculative. You look at some of these photos and you go, okay, that looks like rocks. And then a lot of them they have to, like, point out and then circle or highlight or... Right, we right, reduce right. the image graining down by, oh, like, 400%. You know, you know what? I know exactly what you're talking about. So... What you are referring to, because there was a series of little documentary videos on YouTube about this, and I think there was actually a documentary about this on Netflix at one point. Yeah. So you're talking about when they were flying satellites or shuttles over there, and as they're flying by, they see these like structures on the moon, and they look. Some of them look like long piping. Yeah. Or like, like leftover ruins yeah. from like an advanced civilization. Something like that. And they yeah. would like go slow, and they do like a close up of it, and you yes. see. Okay. Yeah. That exactly. So. What I think that is, is because we saw these kind of things on Mars also. One of the most famous examples on Mars was the face on Uh Mars, right? But if you get down really close or if you look at it from a different angle, you can tell like, oh, it's just mountains, you know, like they just happen to look like a face when you're that high up, blah, 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 or the way that the light was hitting it, you know, just coincidence, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's all it is on the moon is because we're so far up that these like things that might just be, you know, a a giant rock or a series of holes that just happened at the right angle that you're catching it and everything happened to look like these little structures. Man, but it makes you wonder. It really does. Well, there's the belief, right, that Mars at one point, well, we we know this for sure, that Mars at one point was in the habitable zone of the sun, which means life could have been found and harvested, you know, and grown on yeah. Mars for I mean, God there's still water on there, you know. Right. Um, so how much do you know about the objects that have been seen on Venus? Zero. Oh, that's just it. We've though. only been to Venus once, haven't no. we? Oh no, uh, Russia sent a probe to Venus. Okay. Um, it, it's recorded footage, but we've we've pelted uh, Venus with satellites before. But here's the thing: there's not a whole lot of interest in going to Venus. It's a hell of a lot closer than going to Mars. It's not necessarily within a habitable zone, uh-huh. but it's an area that's rich. It has like a uh, well. Venus is another <clears> one that we know was in the habitable it's, zone it's at one point. It's super hot though. But yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Well, greenhouse effect, that's the whole thing. That's why why we know it used to be like us. uh, uh, Okay, if you look at pictures of Venus, and it's funny because that's how I remember Venus, the one that's got the V in it, right? Right. So they've retrieved satellite images 
of that strange spot where it seems like gravity is pulling the wind on a massive scale. Right. Um, the massive methane winds to make make that happen because there's like 400 mile per hour winds and stuff on, oh, yeah. on Venus. Um, <clears throat> it's 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 a geometric shape. But the winds are the thing that is making and breaking the winds on Venus is a geometric shape. Now that's startling to me. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna have to go more okay. in depth with this explanation because I have zero so, clue what you're talking about. On Venus, right. if you look at uh, most pictures, will show sort of a V shape happening, like a gator mouth, at one point in the atmosphere, like a break above the clouds against the wind. Kind of, yeah. Okay. So upon closer inspection, the thing that is causing that massive shift of crazy winds and energy is a it's a geometric shape interesting yeah so what like a giant fucking pole or building like what are they like well like what do they expect the shape is or do Venus, we not know and nasa has no comments we can only speculate yeah nasa, NASA so nasa is stated we have no comments on this matter ascend uh, okay it's not that they have i just feel like that's something they it's not that do. they've stated that directly but uh-huh. whenever asked about it or made mention there's nothing happening with Venus, basically. No no one gives a shit about Venus. But there's still strange things that other countries are doing with Venus that make you wonder what what's happening with Venus. Why Venus? So, well, why Venus? I mean, like, why not Mercury? Why haven't we looked at Mercury more? What the fuck's going on with Mercury? Too close to the sun, uh, Too close to the sun. <laughs> Too bloody hot. No, no bloody atmosphere. Because... <laughs> Because I know, because Mars is speculation, but I know Venus is, we know for a fact that because of, you know, how the sun expands when it's first born, that it was in the habitable zone. Yeah, like I said, it's, it's closer oh, I'm to sorry, Earth. I'm sorry, as a, because the sun starts smaller, it was in the habitable zone Venus, Venus is closer to Earth than, <clears throat> like, like we said, Mars is, so... Well, we're, but Venus, because I remember the Russian probe, for example, that went to Venus and yeah. recorded footage. They recorded like six seconds of footage before... It melted. Yeah, it <laughs> melted, exactly. So obviously Mars is, regardless if Mars is a little farther away or not, it only makes sense that Mars would be the ones that we want to go to. But it still makes you scratch your head as to why are they sending probes to Venus. If nobody else, no other space institute or or research industry has any interest in venus why do the russians why does anybody well isn't that because it we know it used to be earth-like did it well yeah we're pretty confident in that that's why the greenhouse effect existed all on venus okay because it had to have it had to have the our kind of at rich in oxygen atmosphere for it to burn up into carbon dioxide and cause this greenhouse effect, which only happens when it gets closer to the sun. For everybody listening right now, we're, we're just two regular guys talking about what we think we know about planets and stuff. <laughs> so if you, if you, I'm if pretty you, confident about that though. If you've got degrees in like planetary science, leave a comment below. We're just young, dumb and full of opinions. That's guys. right. That's right. But no, but I, 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 I do. I am very confident about that. I had to do, I've taken a few astronomy classes in college and I had to do a whole report on Venus okay. and how like life could even, if life could exist on Venus, what kind of life would it be like? But, Interesting. but I think that's why we keep sending probes and everything there. And maybe Americans, maybe we're just more concerned about this race to Mars that, you know, just because there's so many independent companies trying to get there first. Why don't we focus on the moon though? 
That is true. I've never understood that. Yeah. What's, what's I, I've never understood moon, why we don't go back to the moon and do more research there. Like, I, I just, <clears throat> excuse me. I just feel like until we've covered all of the moon, it should still be priority. Yeah. You know, like, let's find out everything going on on the moon. Yeah. Maybe set up some bases, you know, like we have in Antarctica. Yeah. Hmm. It's but, almost like we can put bases in really hostile places. Hi, I got bases in hostile places. That sounds like a country song for Star Wars. <laughs> I'm sorry. But that, <laughs> but that is something I've never understood is to, just as you said, why not set up bases or whatnot on the moon? You know, it'd be much more tangible. And at that point, you'll be closer to Mars, you know, not by much, but by some. It's much more tangible than building an elevator to the friggin' moon. Like, people <laughs> like what? <laughs> no, we can totally do it, guys. That sounds like an engineer just took a fat bong rip. It was like, no, yeah, guys, guys, listen, just... guys, elevator follow me here it just yeah it just it doesn't it it is definitely one of those things that doesn't make sense to me but at the same time maybe it's this fear that because the moon is such a a, a play such a pivotal role and you know how the earth interacts with itself and everything on it yeah that it's just you know has such a pull on the tides and everything maybe there's just this underlining fear of like we don't want to fuck anything up when it comes to the moon it's so big it fucks with like earth's gravity man that's Mm -hmm. that's the weird shit and yeah it's it's responsible for the tides could you imagine if we didn't have a satellite pushing the oceans just how it would be stagnant water, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it would get nasty really quick, I think. So it's a good thing them waters are moving. Them currents are going. Yeah, It's dude. almost like it was placed there. Oh, maybe to get life out of the ocean onto the land. Weird. Space is crazy, dude. And now we're expecting Space, to... Space, you're so crazy. And now we're expecting to get to Mars by like 2024 or some shit like that. That's what we're told. But again, what we're like, we'll get to Mars in our lifetime. We'll be great falling apart, dying. They'll be like, yeah, we're sending the first probe to Mars. Great. <laughs> awesome. What great. did he say? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we are at our time here. Yeah. We were trying to go for a record tonight, but I guess I'm being kicked out. No, mm. uh, well... The, so here's what happened. <laughs> just just a quick last note. Here's what happened to me last night. So Kyle and I decided that we wanted to do, uh, you know, I, I called Kyle over and we did a podcast and Kyle brought beer. So Kyle brought a six pack of Blue Moon. Thus all the beer bottles of when which, I walked in today. Yes. All right. <laughs> so Kyle and I, of course, love our Blue Moon and he and I can, you know, put down quite a few beers, oh, yeah. the two of us. And so that's kind of how, you know, our raising kid conversation, you know, sort of turned into this like theory of God thing. So it was just, we weren't paying attention to time oh, okay. is what ended up okay. happening. I see. So then, <laughs> so here was the issue I read it though, because we were doing it later at night, just how we're doing it later at night yeah. here is I wanted to try getting it up before midnight. Well, I missed midnight by like four minutes. Oh, I know when okay. it finally it's got bad, up. Bad. So it's like, <laughs> I don't feel bad about it because I feel like I've proven myself to everybody <laughs> so far that I do a podcast every day. Yeah. And yep. so you definitely it, have, have content. For maybe sure. it did not get up before midnight <laughs> but it was fucking recorded forgive that him night. forgive him people for his four minute transgression but i'm not gonna do that tonight okay so okay and i'm pretty confident it's once i have you on one of my three-man podcasts with like justin oh, or, Matthew, that's or god forbid you me and kyle that's all oh, that's like, gonna be that's gonna be a microphone gangbang that right will there. be you me and kyle i'm pretty confident that'll end up being quite 
a long podcast. It's going to be a spirited podcast for certain. <laughs> all three of us all talking at the same time and Kyle screaming. <laughs> Kyle, you know you do. So, oh, oh but, man, so look but forward to that, guys. I just wanted to say real quick, though, um, um, I'm, I'm, I want to try to start something. I want to so far give you my opinion of what my favorite podcast has been okay so far okay. my my favorite one and i've listened i can't say i've listened to all of them you guys have a lot um but one that i have listened to multiple times aside from my own uh, <laughs> was the episode where you and justin went shot for shot on which on vodka you guys were oh the saint patrick's yeah day. the saint patrick's day one and let me tell you why because <laughs> for about half an hour of that podcast you guys had obviously forgotten you were doing a podcast <laughs> yeah. and you guys just started talking to each other about like, yeah, man, you know, the, oh, the cleanliness of this place, blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> oh, bro, you remember that one time? Like you, you guys totally forgot there were microphones there. You guys, I don't know if you were that drunk or just we, that enamored in the conversation. No, we, I, th- I think we actually talked about that either after the podcast or I think I may have even mentioned it on the podcast <laughs> because I do remember when that happened. And I think on the podcast, we go back and listen to it. I was like, I forgot that we were podcasting. Because, <laughs> yeah, I just started talking to Justin about, like, yeah, I was thinking about, like, building a futon. And, you know, yeah, but, that's but right. I, but I have this room that's, like, doing this and then the other. And, yeah, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, we're, we're doing a podcast right now. The title of that one should have been Futon Pillow Talk. <laughs> <laughs> you should go back and change that. That's clickbait can. right futon there. Futon Pillow Talk. But no, it was, uh, but that, that was definitely a fun one. One thing I've wanted to do with these podcasts that I think I'll, it will get better over time, but I do want to try to make some of those days very like themed days. Okay. And I think okay. you'll get, you know, that's why I can't St. Patty's Day. I was like, well, why not? We have this vo- this bottle of vodka from like a leftover party. Dude, you some know? of these themes could get dangerous though. <clears throat> yes. Well, th- I think you're going to start seeing more during like the second half of the year because okay. usually 4th of July kind of jump starts the whole holiday season thing. We, we, in 4th of July, we got to do a, uh, a vlog of me setting off fireworks because mm-hmm. I have way too much fun with that. And I, I have enough property to where I can do it. So. Yeah. Oh, and th- there's. I'm glad you brought up the vlog. So for those who have made it this far and have been talking or you know keeping up with the stuff on the channel, um, I haven't put out a vlog of my own in a bit. But I'm kind of reduxing my vlog, and then Matthew's vlog is going to be up here soon as well. But dude, when I was doing the vlogs, I just realized like all these vlogs are like, they started to become me vlogging about editing the last vlog. <laughs> like that's, that's, awesome. that's what ended up happening. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking do this. <laughs> like this is fucking stupid. So what the vlogs are going to, my vlogs are going to turn into is, you know, those little like confessionals I've given at the end of my vlogs thus far. Yeah. yeah. So I, they're basically just going to be those. Okay. And when something interesting does happen, I'll vlog about it and then include that into that series. Adam's confession. Yeah. That's, you know what, man? That's been my hardest fucking part is trying to think of a name <laughs> for this, this goddamn. No, fucking... I did not just give you a title. No, 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 no. Okay, I was that's... about to say, I didn't, you were not, you were, you, you cannot tell me you did not think of that combination of words. No, no, no. Okay. I, I, I thought about confessional. I've, I've thought about a, f- a few different things, but nothing is like nothing's tickled me yet so we'll we'll see what happens with those but that's what you guys will be getting here soon just if you made it this far 
But anyways, thank you so much for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm very anxious to get this one up so you guys can all listen to it. Thank you, Vince, for joining me tonight. Thank you, Adam, for having me on. And a big shout out to my wife if she listens to this. Thank you. You know why. Mm, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. And she let me come over tonight. She let me come over tonight. She took the leash off. So I, was, <laughs> I was like, Adam got to hold me a little late. And she's like, okay. So I was like, yeah. oh, all right. All, all right. right. Yeah. Here's what's funny, guys. I was... I was at this point, so I'm in, I'm down in town, closer to all of these people who have been guests on the podcast currently, and I'll be here until Wednesday. And so tonight, I was I asked one person like, "Hey, do you want to be in you know my podcast today?" Sorry, I can't. Then I asked Kyle again. I was like, "Kyle, like, do you think you could do a podcast today?" Sorry, man, I can't tonight. I got this and this and this. I tried texting my buddy Chris, never got back to me. I think he's either sleeping or at work. And I text you, and you, why I text you, like you were the first one I text. Yeah. But when you didn't respond, I started texting everybody I else. Was, I was in the heated game of uh, Dungeons and Dragons. So <laughs> I apologize for my life. Oh, oh, that's fine. But like, I was, so I got to this point, and then when you finally did text back, you told me no at first. So I was totally like, and I was running out of time. So I was totally prepared of like, all right solo podcast today <laughs> how are we going to do this adam <laughs> i have to keep people entertained by myself for an hour i had i had seen the text a little late and i saw it and i uh i immediately thought like okay it's it's probably a little bit later than that i i should probably respond in the you know the the negatory so as not to upset the wife it's, it's what she <laughs> i went back and i told her i was like hey adam and yeah he invited me over for a podcast and she's like oh you're not gonna go no, I can't, can I? So, that happened. <laughs> well, I was very happy to have you on today, Vince. Oh, man, thank you for having me. And yeah, thank you all there out there in YouTube land, because I guess I'm popular, so. Woo! Woo! And as always, please, ladies and gentlemen, just be excellent to each other. There you go, guys. Have a lovely night, guys. We will talk to you later. Oh, remember Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash hardly millennial. Thank you. You better do it.